0: Hey everyone, it's Sheena and this is a bonus episode. Yay! never done one of those before. It just means you get an extra little (laughs) um, episode in addition to the weekly one. Um, I wanted to share this particular snippet that I'm going to share with you because my Modern Calligraphy 201 intermediate course is currently open for enrollment. If you're listening to this when it comes out, you still have time to join. Um, It's open until September 17th. Um, Along with my beginner course, we open up all our courses at the same time. Um, So if you're interested in that, go to crookedcalligraphy.com slash Courses. What I'm going to share with you has directly relates directly to that because Modern Calligraphy 201 really focuses on calligraphy style. How to create your own unique, sellable look without just copying, you know, alphabet exemplars and other calligraphers, really understanding the foundations and the building blocks so that you can create new styles over and over and over again. And build up your confidence as a calligrapher. And this is extra, extra important if you ever want to work with sort of more higher end repeat clients, like big brands, big corporations, who have a particular look that they want from their vendors that has to fit their brand, right? So the snippet that I'm going to share with you is from a live training that I did free for anybody who wanted to attend called confident calligraphy style stop copying and start attracting high paying clients it was a blast to teach i taught one live uh you know session of this and i'm going to teach it one more time live this Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific. I usually don't work on the weekends, but I'm like, I'm gonna try it on Saturday and see if more people can make it at that time. Um, and you know, it's gonna be the exact same webinar, but I'm teaching it live, so you get to come and ask questions, ask for clarification. I get to interact with you. It was actually super, super fun because I did make the training interactive. Like, there's quizzes and puzzles, and I ask you for your opinion. And it, everybody said they had a blast. And were really kind of mind blown. Literally comments that I got were like this is mind blowing all in a free training and I think what was really the mind blowing part was this snippet that I'm going to share with you. So I'm I guess I'm kind of giving it away <laughs> if you haven't attended the training yet. But you know, if you want to listen to this and you're like, "Ooh, I want to get like this whole training, this whole training sounds I want the rest of it." you can still register. I will put that in the show notes. Um and you know come attend live on Saturday and now that you've listened to this snippet, you can come and ask me really pointed, specific questions about it and I will answer you. So here we go. Let's get into this snippet. It's from the live training as I said, but this particular section is called the Dom Perignon effect. And it is a really in-depth behind the scenes look at how I it came to be that I was the calligrapher in Los Angeles for all Dom Perignon events <laughs> for for years. Um, what it took to get that job, how to best serve these kinds of be- corporate clients, and what doing a good job for those corporate clients can eventually lead to. And I'm sharing some real ass numbers with you, <laughs> so it's a probably the kind of behind the scenes look that you've never gotten before from a calligrapher, you know, based on like actual client work. And, um, I wanted to share it with you because I think it's a really important look and sense of possibility and inspiration that you will leave with. Okay. So let's get into it. Here's the clip. If you are interested in doing a calligraphy business, which you don't have to be in order to get really interested in style, but I find that my students kind of tend to get interested in business because they they find suddenly that they thought it was impossible before, and now it seems less impossible. Okay, so I'm just gonna. The whole point of this section is to make this seem more possible. Okay, so I'm gonna walk you through like, okay, what is the Dom Perignon effect? And I'm going to tell it from like my actual experience working with Dom Perignon. And I'm going to give you like the real behind the scenes of how, what it actually looked like to work with this huge brand and what they wanted, what it looked like to serve them really well and what that resulted in. Okay. So this is how Dom Perignon like first approached me. Um, They met me through uh, an event, like a very small event event planning team that I had worked with previously and, uh, you know, reached out and said, hey, we have some events, you know, would love your calligraphy on something like this. This, I don't know, I know it's very small, but this is not point even like pointed pen calligraphy, (laughs) right? Um, It's like a broad edge pen, but that didn't, right? It's broad edge, exactly, Kathy. But You know, so I could have been like, "Oh, well, that's broad edge, and I can't do that." So I'm sorry, Dom Perignon, I cannot help you, and but and that would be like such a shame, right? I would have missed out on such an amazing opportunity. So here's what I did instead. In 90 minutes, I was able to whip up these two samples and photograph it and send it to her and say, like, "Hey, can't do this exact look, but here's something very similar. Let me know if this will work." You know, happy to discuss further. And this is what got me hired, and. So I'm going to kind of go through like, you know, as we continue to work together and I'm going to pull out some lessons, right? If if you're interested in working with corporate clients, a lot of you had said at the beginning, you know, I want to work with big Italian fashion brands, stuff like that. Corporate clients are kind of a different beast from just like, you know, a bride or someone requesting a, a custom greeting card. Um, they're corporate, right? They're The main difference is that they're doing this, that Julia, this is her job. So so imagine yourself at your job, right? Um, You might love your job and that's amazing for you and fantastic. But most people, right, at least in the US, are like a little stressed out at their job, right? They just want their job to be easier. They want to find people to work with that will make their job easier. Okay. So that's the client that you're trying to serve. And this is just an example. Thanks so much for the speedy response. She really appreciated me getting back to her and being responsive. So responsiveness is key, right? It's a part of like professionalism because you're working in a corporate setting. Um, right. Both options look great. She also appreciated the options. So you'd think that this was the only time I had to do this. No, nope. So Next request was, hey, can you do a font similar to the script in the attached PDF, but a little more legible, easy to read? And this is what she gave me. This is like the actual, it's like a very low res PDF. And this is like the little snippet that she gave me. And she wanted a a font, a script that matched kind of like this, but more legible. So, and she expected, right? It's a corporate client, huge budgets, um, big events that they're in charge of. They want you as the calligrapher to be the expert. Again, they want you to make their job easier for them. So let's take a bit look, just a closer look at this, okay? Again, we're talking about why does style matter, right? When it comes to clients like this. And I hope you're starting to see. Let's take a look at this H, right? So let's, I kind of blew it up. And just based on this PDF, I was able to come up with an entire alphabet in calligraphy, lowercase and alphabet. The lowercase and uppercase 26 letters each right so let's do our next interactive exercise come back to me i want you to play along um how many lowercase letters do you think i was able to derive just from this h so give me your guess in the comments one through 26 we're talking lowercase letters i just took the lowercase h as a you know just from that how many do you think i was able to Okay, 13, 20, 15, 9, 26, 27. Oh, y'all have like a really high opinion of me. (laughs) Thank you, I'm so flattered. I expected like, you know, three, seven. Okay, all right, let's give you the answer. So 15, y'all pretty close, pretty close, some of you. Okay, these are the letters that I was able to derive just based on that lowercase lowercase h. Why and how? Because the H has an ascender loop and a compound curve, right? Ascender loop, compound curve. And these letters all have like that element in it. Ascender loop, ascender loop, right? Compound curve. Um, This is an underturn, but you can really derive an underturn from a compound curve, right? Because it's a piece of it. Descender loop often matches the ascender loop, right? For consistency. Compound curve, overturn, compound curve, descender loop, um, underturn, which again looks like the flip of an overturn, right? YZ, descender, descender, underturn. So you can start to see that actually matching a style that a client gives like requests very specific is doable, right? Once you know the, the foundations, yeah? Ruth, um, that is really impressive. Thank you. And Nikki says, this is a massive shortcut to creating your own style, yeah. It is, right? I like giving you a (laughs) shortcut. Not exactly the the way that will get you better results in the long run. Let me clarify. I'm going off on a tangent here, Nikki, because of your thoughtful comment. Um, Copying alphabets is definitely shorter in the short run, right? But when you get a a request like this, it's really good to know how to do this, right? Okay, cool. Um, Myra says, I love how you broke that down. Yay. Okay. So. I was able to go from this to doing a bunch of place cards, right? And you have to have the whole alphabet to do a bunch of random names. So again, Ruinart fans come up with a different style for Ruinart. And let me explain. Ruinart, Krug, um, Dom Perignon, these are all sub-brands of Moet Hennessy. So often when you're working with a big brand or a big corporation, you um, They're massive, right? They have sub brands, so they might own lots of different liquor companies and brands. And if you, if that one person that you're working with is in charge of a lot of brands, hey, you might get a lot of cool, different, interesting work, right? So, um, but even you know within a single brand, hey, Dom Perignon, more relaxed country font because we're going to a polo match, which I guess is relaxed. I don't know, never been to a polo match, but I was able to whip these up for her and send them over. So here, I hope you're gathering, right? Lesson number two, for a corporate clients, flexibility can lead to more projects for certain, okay? Um, and, okay, let's go to the next lesson. You don't just, if you do really good work for a corporate brand, and that means making Julia's job easier, right? Being the go-to, serving her needs, being responsive, being flexible. Um, then you tend to kind of get to know the other people that work with that corporate brand. So this is uh, Brown Hot Events. She, he called me a an unwaving calligraphy princess, which I'm like, oh, is that, is that a good thing? Maybe warrior princess? I don't know. I'll take it. Um, looking forward to more collabs together. This is LA Dance Project, who worked with Dom Perignon. Thank you, know, thank you for your hard work and flexibility. So All these people who I got to know who are also businesses, who those businesses also work with other corporate clients, right? And the vent company that Dom Perignon hires to produce their lavish dinner party probably works with other similar brands, right? So this is the Dom Perignon effect. When you can get in with a corporate client because you know what they're looking for and you know how to serve them well, And you can be their go-to person. It just tends to ripple out. So let me give you the final kind of like really jaw-dropping example of this. Um, you know, I had been working with Don Perignon for a while. You know, they were in my portfolio. I was posting about them on Instagram. And then I got contacted by Johnson and Johnson who were doing this huge kind of, you know, our, our, a women's, initiative program and they were honoring all these female uh, celebrities and notable people. And they contacted me specifically. And they said this to me in my email because they knew that I would be professional and responsive and easy to work with and do a good job for them. And they, you'll never believe for this one project, they reached out how much I ended up doing for them over the course of the next, uh, six months. Um, So I'm just going to give you a a very quick rundown, but they wanted me to kind of do some variations for their uh, logo, $5,000 rush rate. Um, They wanted me to do uh, kind of gifts at the end of the project for everybody who was on the team working on this, Um, you know, additional messages like all these cards and kind of handwritten notes and, you know, one of a kind envelopes and, for all these celebrities, additional kind of you know, just additional coordination because it was a big project. This is the final total based on one project. So, um, I I want to show this to you, not to you know, say that this is easy or commonplace. Or that if you just do really good calligraphy, you can get results like this? Like, no, nah, right? I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that business is easy. But I do want to tell you what's possible. Um, This is nothing to a company like Johnson & Johnson, right? They make billions of dollars. I don't even know what their budgets look like, right? Sub, 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 whatever, right? This is nothing, They had paid other graphic designers and artists like multiple times this just to come up with logos that they didn't even use. There's a budget here, right? So somebody had asked, like, do you have different pricing for big corporations? And I think, yes, once you kind of get into that, you yes, you can have different pricing because the expectations are different and the budgets are different. So I'm not saying it's easy to work with big corporate clients. They do want you to be responsive. They do expect a level of professionalism. If you go the extra mile for them, um, they will really appreciate it. It's just like corporate America, right? But if you are you know, thinking, hey, I could do this for a little while and become the go-to in the in this whatever niche in my area and do this for a while and build up a name for myself and raise my rates and get this experience that's not bad, right? Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that. Um you can tell that I was kind of interacting with the the live participants, um answering questions, and it's really the kind of teaching that I love 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 to do. So, again, if you're interested in getting this the rest of this live training, um and it has, you know, the exact like three steps to actually being able to create your own style. It's what I teach in my Modern Calligraphy 201 course, but just kind of like a a glimpse at it. Like, I obviously can't give you everything that I teach in the course, but I give you the bones of it so that even if you don't, you know, want to pay for my course, if it's like not the right time for you, if you want to figure it out on your own, you can. You can figure it out on your own much, much easier once you take this training from me. So again, I will put the link for the training in the show notes. Basically, it's crookedcalligraphy.com slash... Style webinar, all one word, style webinar. Um, Or if you listen to that training and you're like, well, hot damn, (sighs) working with corporate clients, suddenly I kind of know more about it and it does seem possible. And wow, the potential return is pretty amazing. And I feel like I really need to up my calligraphy confidence and my calligraphy style if I'm going to go after that kind of client. And you're ready to learn with me because I'm a really good teacher. Uh, Modern Calligraphy 201, my intermediate calligraphy course all about styling, is open until September 17th, 2023. That's a Sunday. It's open until the end of the day. And you can find all the information about that course and my other courses at crookedcalligraphy.com slash courses. So I will put this all in the show notes. But, uh, you know, if you're listening to this real time as it comes out and you're like, I really want to do this. It's a really good time to get into Modern Calligraphy 201 right now because we are taking the next group of students through the curriculum like all together. So you're going to have deadlines and accountability and you can submit your projects and we're going to do like a group feedback video. We'll have, you know, places you can ask questions directly to our teachers and get responses so you never feel stuck and you get to kind of do it with a community and a group of fellow classmates are all going through it together. Because let me tell you, this stuff is challenging. Not going to lie. Developing your own calligraphy style and alphabet is challenging. You have to break the rules <laughs> that you've been spending so long trying to perfect. But it's absolutely worth it because you will come out the other side with so much more of an empowered take on your own calligraphy, who you can serve, what you're capable of. It's pretty damn amazing what my Modern Calligraphy 201 students are able to achieve. So if that sounds cool to you, check it out at crookedcalligraphy.com slash courses. All right. Hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. I will see you next time.